0: To the Rogue Grandis podcast with Kyle from Stahl Agronomy. You never know what I may say or who will be on, but you know it'll be real because that's me. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Kyle from Stahl Agronomy, and uh, as the intro music wears out, still kind of cool, let's talk about digital and Still, still being a hot-button issue in agriculture lately. Um, obviously, everybody knows some of the stuff that's happened with Granular. Uh, granular essentially took away some of their nitrogen platform. Uh, some of their uh, agronomy-based parts of a Granular are kind of gone. Not sure what direction that's going to be heading. Um, some things... In other parts of the industry that have happened, I think Farmer's Edge had to reach out for another investor uh, for another loan, essentially. Um, Digital is kind of a weird space. It seems like it's always crowded with startups that eventually get taken over by bigger companies. And then these bigger companies take them over. uh, I think it sticks around for two, three years, and then it's eventually gone. Um, Yeah, so... Let's talk about some of those companies. Uh I think one of the ones that comes to mind is uh, 640 Labs. And if you don't know who 640 Labs is, they were the company that developed the original hockey puck, um that you use with Climate Field View, which great invention. Um that thing works awesome. Uh as manufacturers are starting to kind of get around that, it's uh, it's gonna be a little more difficult to be able to get some of that data out like that. But um That's kind of some of these things. I mean, even Climate in itself was a separate company that Monsanto bought. And then it's just been a lot of that kind of stuff in the industry. Now, what's really wrong with digital, in in my mind, um, isn't as much the programs themselves. Um, I would say out of everything that we work with, so... I have a lot of experience with climate. Uh, we use climate to collect field data or farm data um, in the cab and then we can do it instantaneously it goes up into the cloud. Um, there are other programs that go into the cloud, but you can't like watch the combine plant like, combine corn as you can with climate and there's all these pro- programs. Um, the one problem that I think AG Digital has, let's just talk about one of them for right now. Uh, One of the problems we have in ACT Digital is there are probably five or six programs that are actually pretty good. Uh, I mean, I use uh, a program called Agrion. Agrion, for me, is where all of my soil sampling is, Um, customer maps, a lot of data goes in there. They lack a little lot, I would say, on satellite imagery. Um, Granular has better satellite imagery than... Than they do. Um, I did not think granulars is better than climate, but climate does things that other ones don't do, and that's the problem. I've got guys that are trying to navigate this space, and they're like, "Well, I really like this part of this one, but then I really like this part of the other one, and I'm not sure which one to go with." And then my guy from this seed company gave me a free trial of theirs, and theirs has some really cool stuff, but it doesn't do any of the other stuff the other ones do, and and that's. The big problem, there is no one program that does everything. You always have to have two or three that you kind of use, and then one that you like for this specific thing. You know, maybe I use Climate to collect data, and I use Grainler to analyze the data. And then we put it into my John Deere or John Deere Op Center so that I can put it into my equipment. And then then I have to use Agrion to make the recs that I need for my John Deere. And that's kind of the way it seems to go. And why do we have, you know, why do we have all these programs that maybe do one thing really well, but don't do the other things that the other programs do as well? I think a lot of that goes back to, um, you know, we hear a lot about these surveys. And there's always, I think every uh, meeting I've ever been at, and this isn't exactly like companies I've had relationships with. This is anything. And, you know, I've been at conferences, whatever, that have every time somebody from a digital marketing team or a digital team gets up in front of a group of people to talk about their program or what they're finding, um, they always throw up some stats about, you know, we did a survey and all these farmers want this. And so we created a program that does this. And then you, you're kind of like, wow, that's really cool. And then they show you how well it does that one thing. And then the next thing you know, you start using the program. And you're like, well, that's all it does. Where's all the other stuff? And I think a lot of the problem that we run into is um, you, you basically have people that don't use the software every day, um, don't farm for a living. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a total knock on them. I'm obviously... If they were to rely on farmers to do everything, we'd be we, we using Dicky John blinky light monitors and, you know, outside the box thinking as far as technology goes, you know, we're, we're once we're comfortable with something, we don't really, like, change as much until we actually get it and then we're, like, happy about it. Come on. Like, I'm sure there's going to be somebody that's going to give me some crap for that. But I really think, I mean, that's my experience. It's like, I hate auto steer. I don't need that. That's just weird. And then you get auto steer, and you're like, well, how the heck can I farm without this? This is freaking awesome. Uh, same thing with yield miners. You know, there's all these different things that we use. But we tell everybody, you know, they'll send out a survey. You, you sit there, you read the thing, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, you know, I, I really like climate because it does X. And, you know, the thing it doesn't do is this, and I want to be able to make, you know, my own barrel rate prescriptions. Well, so climate comes out with that a little bit, but... You know, so that company gets all this data, quote-unquote, in. And they're like, all right, well, you know, our program doesn't do that. But there's this other company, and we're going to go buy them. We'll use their program. Everybody's happy, and they're going to use our stuff. And then people start using it, and then they, they kind of, you know, tease it a little bit. <clears throat> and then the first year, they seem like they give everyone a pretrial trial of you know either the whole farm or a few hundred acres whatever it is you know everybody gets their little trial and then they're like all right yeah we got we got all these people that are on it all right so now we're going to start charging them and then when they start charging no one wants to pay and then you know then they eventually have have it tied to like well if you buy x bags of corn or this much in chemistry you get it for free and then you have the customers that are like well i'm not gonna Buy the name thing, and I don't want to buy that seed. And then, then they're like, "Well, how much are you? Okay, honestly, how much are you willing to pay for it?" And you know, since they need the subscriber count, essentially, or the whatever they acres, whatever it is. But seeing this with climate, I remember when climate first came out. They're like, "Oh, look at the climate stuff! You can you can track rainfall and all this crap." And the next year. You know they they kind of bring out some nitrogen stuff, and <clears throat> everybody gets to play with the nitrogen, and they're like, "All right, this is kind of interesting." And then the next year, they're like, "Well, it's going to be seven dollars an acre for nitrogen," and everybody was like, "Well, guess I'm just going to put an extra fifteen pounds of N on and call her good." And and that's what happened. And I've seen that play over and over and over again in, in uh, Ag Digital, and it just it's frustrating to see, uh, not necessarily from the farm standpoint as much as it is from you know retail and you know trying to figure out what I want to use as a platform. And then you're you're kind of just always in the weeds as to what's going to happen. And then you're kind of like, all right, well I, I found a program I really like, you know, and then two years later they they completely pull the rug from underneath you. Yeah, it's gone. And it, it's just really it's frustrating on on multiple levels when when we look at this stuff. It's just, it really is, is incredibly frustrating. And I guess me as, you know, the farmer brain uh, that I have sometimes too, it's just like, why do I even bother? You know, I mean, that stuff happens too. You know, why do I even bother with this? You know, because you guys are going to change it. You're going to start trying to charge for it. And then then you're going to come back to me, you know, three months later and go, well, all right, you know, we, I know we said we were going to charge you for it, but well, how much would you pay? And you know, I honestly one year I'll put it this way. So one year somebody came up to me with Climate. Uh, we are currently are currently purchasing it already from them. Um, the year before, I think they paid seven or eight hundred bucks for climate that year. And the next year I was like, dude, you got you got a program where it's free if you buy X dollars of Monsanto chemicals. I'm like, I'm not paying for the dang thing. I'm like, and I'm not buying Monsanto chemicals. So the guy goes, Okay. How much would you pay? And I just like threw a, the lowest lowball number I could think of, and I was like, "He's not even going to take it." So I just threw out a number. He goes, "Okay," <laughs> and that, boom, that program is now worthless. I mean, that is pretty much how it goes. So, yeah, it, it's a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, Ag Digital, I think, is just the the main failure with Ag Digital is I think every program every software engineer everybody that calls on these retailers tells them you need a digital presence this is what farmers want and here's the program to do it with wow but uh it, it really always seems that we struggle with you know once they start rolling it out to you you use it and then then it doesn't go as well as they planned and then they come out with a new one It just Man, is it just frustrating as heck to deal with this stuff. I, I really think we we've got to we got to try to figure this thing out. I wish we could figure out the yield data scenarios. Um, I mean, there is no one set parameter that people use. Uh, file type, whatever you want to call it, for yield monitor data, planner monitor data. This stuff's in .shp .dot shx, It's in dot gs1 2cn gs2 dot cn1 dot whatever it, it is it is a literal labyrinth and nightmare to try to get this stuff into computers and and be able to analyze things and then you've got you know on my side uh, with soil sampling data i've got um, retailer a uses this format for their soil sampling data that comes out of whatever program they're using Retailer B uses a totally different format so then I have to create an entirely new template to import that stuff. And then you got Retailer C that doesn't even have like anything else. They basically just draw dots on pieces of paper. I mean, it, it is the wild west when it comes to digital uh, and how data is kept. You know, there is a lot of decisions we can be made we can make using data. There's a lot of things that we should probably be ground truthing. Um, there's a lot of there's stuff just out there it is out there in the cloud it is on computers it is sitting on a shelf in a binder that we could make numerous decisions on farms we could put different tile in. we could do all these different things um, but it's, it's a lot of things it's just data sitting somewhere you know we can make variable rate seeding scripts and I know there is kind of a there's about a 50 50 crowd on on vrs I, I think we could get there it's just man it really would be nice to have 10 years worth of yield data i got guys that have 15 years worth of yield data and we don't do anything with it and when we did try doing something with it um we saw results uh it is hybrid specific on on variable rate seeding too i mean it depends on ear flex things like that but we, we did some stuff with it and literally riding in the tractor, getting yelled at because it's not changing population to go higher yet. And it makes one more pass and then it goes up, you know, but it just, there are things we can do with this data. Um, we just kind of have to, you know, either trust the data or like I said, ground truth it. And I think ground truthing is, is a pretty big deal. We can make SWAT maps and do all these other things and do all this stuff. But Farmers have to I think we got to get in that mindset that this stuff is valuable. There is something we can do with it. Um, it's a lot more valuable than the data and surveys that the digital companies get. I can tell you that much. Um, but there, there's something wrong. Well, let's wrap this up because I'm just rambling. There, there's absolutely something wrong with ag digital. Um, there is never consistency in it. And, Honestly, I think a lot of it comes back to we asked the farmers what they want, and this is what we gave them exactly what they wanted. But then when we gave it to them, it not have everything that they wanted, but it's the new thing that they wanted. And we don't understand why they didn't want the thing that they thought they wanted and because we just made it perfect for them, and then it's not the thing that they wanted. We've got to look at mindsets in digital. Uh, we've got to kind of figure this thing out. And I think until companies kind of figure that out, they're going to keep spending millions and millions of dollars on people creating software for them that no one will use unless they give it away for free. That's it. That's the, uh, that's the quote pretty much. Unless you want to stop listening to what people want to tell you to sell you on their software program or platform that you want to invest in because you think your growers need it, Somebody's got to come up with something something better. And, I mean, we can keep using programs that are basically a punch card for people that say they scouted fields and you can walk five feet out and drop a pin or you can drop a pin while you're driving by at 55 miles an hour and you want to use a salesman punch card program. Those are free. Uh, Climate's out there. There's a bunch of different ones. So I, I think we need to get to the point where we have um, – we make some actual decisions from this stuff. We have something that is a general platform that people can get on board and people can reach across the aisle, essentially. You know, we we got to stop this thing. You know, like I send people things in PDFs. I send people things in Word, documents. That is the standard. Why can't we get that in ag? It's because we all want to be different. We want to show how different we are. And why are we different? Because we're different. Not because we're better, we're different because we're different. And and being different just to be different is a bunch of BS. So that's the end of that. I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Rogue Auronomist Podcast. Be sure to check out our website, stallagronomy.com, and our other social media for more information and other episodes.